Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Good morning, it's Wednesday, September 25th, and you are listening to the College Football Daily, dedicated to catching you up on and breaking down the day's college football news, all within 15 minutes or fewer. My name is Connor Tapp, and I'm joined today by 24-7 Sports College Sports Editor Trey Scott. So Trey, with our Wednesday and Thursday episodes, this is our first full season doing the College Football Daily, so we're uh, we're kind of noticing and adapting to trends, and what we're noticing is that, well, by the middle of the week, the kind of like injury news that is our bread and butter on Monday, Tuesday has kind of dried up. So we are going to take this time to dig a little deeper into some topics that are interesting to us on the Wednesday and Thursday episodes. And Trey, you are first up today here. Yeah, so Michigan's 35-14 loss to Wisconsin was sort of the talk of the Talk of the weekend. Yeah. And Jim Harbaugh is also the talk of the weekend. And he usually is almost always the talk of college football. And I think nationally it's easy to sit here and go, oh, you know, they're done. $15 million buyout, whatever, pay it. Uh, This program can never beat Ohio State. Anyway, you've seen a lot of hot takes out there this week. And I I thought it'd be good to to kind of talk to our best Michigan expert, uh, Sam Webb, over at the Michigan Insider, a property of 24-7 Sports. And I wanted to talk to him about Josh Gaddis, about Michigan's offense. Is Jim Harbaugh tempted to kind of go back to his old ways? Are fans outsized expectations? Like, will Michigan ever win a national title? Can they compete for national title? And then, of course, we talked about the $15 million buyout. Is that tenable? Uh, Can Michigan afford that? So uh, enjoy. Yeah, we're going to go to that interview now. And then on the other side, we will hit our usual rundown of the big headlines from around the sport. Sam, I'm going to start by asking you about the vibe up there. Um, is it as bleak around the program and locally as the uh, national media would perceive it to be? Yes, it is. I, 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 absolute shock, I think, is is the you know the mindset, the you know the emotional kind of uh, consensus around here that Michigan could could play so poorly. Uh, and, and play so poorly coming off a of bye week. I think that's what what really kind of raises the the concern, the level of concern about uh, you know where they're headed. Uh, and, and I think they get that. I think you could you could sense that in hearing Jim Harbaugh's uh, comments because generally speaking, he's uh, you know he's kind of close to the vest when it comes to the criticism of his team, uh, the criticism that he would put out there for public consumption. Uh, he doesn't really bring to the public what he says behind closed doors to, you know, to his players and coaches. But, but Monday he did that. 
Monday, he said, look, we we had some issues with toughness. We had some issues with hustle. We had some issues with focus. Uh, and we had some issues with coaching. Said, you know, we we weren't prepared. We were out prepared for this game. We were out schemed uh, in some instances in this game. And if there were issues with 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 being physical, if there were issues with with, you know, going out there and being focused or hustling, that's a coaching issue because we got to coach guys to do that. And if the guys on the field aren't doing that, we got to get other guys in there. So, again, I think uh, shock uh, and and anger for a lot of fans. But really, I think that the bigger thing is concern because as bad as Wisconsin was, uh, the schedule gets tougher from here. And that means the outcomes uh, could be as bad, too, if Michigan doesn't get better. You talk about shock. Um, when did the red flags go up here? Was it not until Wisconsin? Was it was it Army in week two? Was it the bye week? Was it, Sam, did you hear anything in the preseason? Coming from you know no, a very tight lit no. Michigan, so this was this was Wisconsin. Uh, yeah, I, I, you you said alarm bells. I think there was concern uh, before Wisconsin, and because you know you you saw it, for a lot of people the expectation was that Michigan would come out uh, with this this new offense, Josh Gaddis coming in and uh, you know kind of bringing them up to speed on his speed and spaces pro spread concept. And there, were, there was reason to believe that Michigan would be able to hit the ground running. You had a veteran quarterback who was familiar with the mechanics of this of this offense. You had a veteran offensive line uh, that returned, you know, four all Big Ten performers on one first, second, or third team performers. Uh, you have one of the most talented receiver cores in the country. You put all those things together, and and it feels like it's a recipe for them to really you know, come out of the gate at full speed. Uh, it didn't work that way the, the first few the first few weeks. Turnovers had a lot to do with it. And so I think that for a lot of people, uh, myself included, made it seem like, okay, you know, they've had some growing pains. They've had some misreads and fumbles and bumbles out there. Uh, but these are the kinds of things that you get out of your system against opponents that you should beat over the first couple of weeks. By week comes at the perfect time to work on all those things. So we thought. They worked on those things and they came out and looked like they made no progress. They looked like they had not in some in some instances seen uh, Wisconsin. It was the preparation gap was huge. It was cavernous. Uh, and Michigan is down 35 to nothing in that game. And you're now you realize that, look, you know, Michigan is at a point now three games into the season where they got to figure out some things quick. Because if they don't, as bad as that was, it can get worse. Now, all of their goals are still in front of them. You can still be Big Ten champ. You can still make the playoff. I mean, consider this for a second, guys. The last three Big Ten champs were all blown out. Ohio State was blown out last last year by Purdue. Ohio State was blown out the year before by Iowa. And the year before that, Michigan blew out Penn State 49-10 to here in Ann Arbor. So it can be done. Uh, but Michigan has a lot of work to do if it's going to repeat what those teams were able to do because, like I said, the schedule just gets tougher from here. You talk about the road ahead. The offense obviously hasn't worked out to anyone's expectation. Do you think Jim Harbaugh is committed to sticking with it? Do you sense any temptation for him to maybe go back to his traditional ways of <laughs> even 2018? <laughs> is there a temptation? Sure, there's temptation. Uh, is it realistic? No. I mean, you can't. The, the idea, the notion that you can scrap what you've been practicing, you know, for for, you know, six, seven months and go back to something that you haven't practiced in a year. 
and do it and be proficient with it. That I, that I just think I don't think he has a choice but to but to stay the course. And I, you know, I don't I don't say that to suggest that he's considering going back. I'm just you just ask me, is there a temptation? Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, when you struggle to go back to what's more familiar, absolutely there's a temptation to to do that. I'm sure that's gone through his mind. Uh, and then very quickly, I'm sure he's an avid. We can't do that. Uh, you know, these guys have been drilling in this and repping this for months and months and months. You got some some guys on the team, some of the freshmen that that participate. I mean, you know, you got backups that don't know the old offense. So, I mean, you're, you're setting your, your team back as far as uh, where they are mentally. If you scrap what they've been working on uh, diligently here for these last few months, you, you got to keep working what you've been doing and and hope that it can get better. I don't mean that you can't change some personnel around, maybe simplify a bit, maybe grab some elements of what you used to do, but a wholesale change back to what they were. No, I just don't think that's in the cards. That makes sense. It's it's wild how much the narrative has changed. A month ago, I was picking Michigan to make the playoff, and now I'm like Googling Jim Harbaugh's buyout. So it's $15 million. <laughs> I'm expecting you to shoot me down here. What's your read on how much of a lease Jim Harbaugh's got? Is he on the hot seat? Uh, you know, I, it depends on on who you're talking about. Is is the has the patience uh, with some of the fan base? Has it has it lessened? Has it dissipated? Sure. I mean, when when Jim Harbaugh walked came to town, he was like you know a king, Prince of Zamunda, with rose petals being dropped at his feet. Right. That that was him walking around Ann Arbor, but. Uh, now that you know Michigan, he is he has gotten them back to a point where they can beat everyone in the in the league except Ohio State and hasn't won a Big Ten championship or been to the playoff. There are a lot of fans that are, you know, it's like what have you what have you done for me lately when it comes to the expectations? As far as the administration is concerned, I don't think it's even close to being uh, a Jim Harbaugh hot seat scenario. I I think that. I think they are pleased with this progress, but want to see more. Uh, but he he runs an extreme. He runs a clean program. Uh, he doesn't have uh, you know troublemakers. He is he has won ten games in three of the four years. He just has a last hump to get over. And and by the way, when you look at where where the the athletic department is financially, I mean Jim Harbaugh has been a cash cow. He's been a financial boon uh, for for the institution. So. Uh, what he lacks is the championship hardware. I think the belief is uh, within the administration is that he's going to get them there. He's gotten them close to that, uh, you know, to that mountaintop. Hasn't been able to get them to it. And I think there he's going to do it before long. So, no, not on the hot seat with the administration, with the fans. Uh, yeah, patience is running thin with some of them. We'll send you out with one final one. It's kind of about the fan expectations, patience level. Michigan's last national title, of course, predates the BCS era. They didn't play for a title in that span. Obviously, they haven't made the playoff yet. Michigan is recruiting pretty well, uh, with the exception of the 2018 class that was number 22 nationally. All of Jim Harbaugh's classes have been in the top 10. But I've seen this week a lot, national media-wise, questioning, is this Michigan's ceiling? Is it actually possible for Michigan to win national titles? How do you feel about that? Uh, you know, I get the question. Uh, yeah, I, I think it is. I, I think the, the expectation for, for Michigan to compete at that level this year is is legit. That's look. That's the job. Uh, you know, if you if you take this job thinking because you're a northern school or because you you operate 
uh, cleaner than a lot of you think your contemporaries do. Uh, if you think that that's a that's going to be an acceptable reason for not uh, for not reaching that mountaintop, then you're taking the wrong job. I mean that, and, and I don't hear Jim Harbaugh doing that. I mean he's he's talked about some of the some of the obstacles to reaching the championship, but then he'll say, you know, we're accountable. We're, we're accountable. We're supposed to win championships. That's what we have to do. Period. And I think I think they recruit well enough to do it. I think they have the coaches to do it. Uh, you know, you, you do have some continuity things with the turnover and coaching staff. And so there is a gelling factor that's, I think, going on right now uh, as far as the offense is, is, is concerned and getting some new elements uh, as far as personnel in there. And all that has to come together. And frankly, it just has to come together a lot quicker than it has to this point. I think it's possible. Uh, and I think if you are coaching at Michigan, you take the job knowing that is going to be more difficult. And if you think you can't get it done here, then go somewhere else. And that's not Jim Harbaugh. Thanks, Sam. Appreciate it, man. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. On to some news. We had a flurry of transfer portal activity Tuesday, as expected, with the four-game redshirt cutoff rule past us. Among the notables, Tennessee linebacker Shannon Reed and Tennessee receiver Jack Wes Jones, Oklahoma freshman linebacker Jonathan Perkins, and East Carolina backup quarterback Reed Herring. Iowa and Iowa State have been engaged in a war of words over how Iowa State fans may or may not have mistreated Iowa's visiting band on September 14th, with the Iowa president even saying the future of the series might be in limbo until both sides can agree to get along. But in a press conference Tuesday, Cyclones AD Jamie Pollard said he's 100% committed to continuing the rivalry and said he has been told the same thing by Iowa AD Gary Barta. That's great news for college football. The Seahawks rivalry is one of the last great interconference rivalries in the game. Houston quarterback De'Eric King said again on Tuesday that he won't enter the transfer portal and intends to return to Houston. Coach Dana Holgerson was asked about other schools possibly recruiting King a grad transfer, if he wanted to be, and said he's a special player and there's a lot of coaches out there that cheat. And then saying, if he's not in the transfer portal, it's kind of against NCAA rules. We'll see what happens there. Some updated college football lines for 2019's biggest remaining games released via Westgate. Michigan went from a two-point favorite to a 10.5-point underdog to Ohio State. No surprise. Alabama would be an 11.5-point home favorite versus LSU. Georgia's a 10-point favorite over Florida in Jacksonville. Oklahoma's a 10.5-point favorite against Texas and Dallas. And Clemson is expected to continue to throttle everybody in its path. 
Spread the word. Join the College Football Daily Pick'em Challenge on CBSSports.com using the password 15 minutes or fewer. It's no spaces in 1515. And enter to win $1,000. Spread the word part two. If you like what we're doing, make sure you're leaving us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and telling a friend about us. That's going to do it for today's episode of The College Football Daily. For Connor Tapp and our producer, Tani Levitt, I'm Trey Scott. We'll see you Thursday for the next edition. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.